You're listening to the weekly Calvary Chapel Divine Digital Devotion with Pastor Michael Petit. Welcome to the the digital devotion here in Divine. I, I hope that you're having a wonderful, uh, wonderful week. I know that um, I, I wanted to give you a couple things of news. We had prayed for um, uh, the Divine Food Pantry. They had a, a shortage of uh, meat. Uh, to give out to the families. The Divine Food Pantry actually provides meals and um, food uh, for the area of Divine Texas, and it it was a ministry that was put together by the uh, Divine Ministerial uh, Fellowship uh, by the pastors back in 2004 um, from other, you know, just different denominations, and uh, they came together to put that, um, to, to start the Divine Food Pantry, and um they were had a shortage of meat and so we have one of our um one of our um you know uh, people that attend the church i'm trying to get the right word out uh from the congregation that attends the church but also serves at the divine food pantry twice a week had let us know that they needed prayer uh for this particular problem and I wanted to let you know, just as an encouragement, just to why it's important to pray, because we're, going to, we're actually going to talk about that this weekend as we um, uh, deal with our scripture in Mark chapter 9, um, because they're going to fall asleep when Jesus is praying again. But um, we prayed, and we prayed you know, that the Lord would provide, and, and they had an anonymous donation of, um, that came in, and they were able to pick up um, the meat that was needed. Uh, and, and so it was really a blessing because we found out what it was is they, they get donations from HEB and, and Walmart and the food bank and um, the Walmart usually donates meat to them but their refrigerators or their, their uh, containers that I guess hold the, the meat went bad um, and it caused the meat to go bad so they had to throw all of it out so they wouldn't, they wouldn't have gotten those donations. And so, you know, praise God, somebody blessed them and, um, you know, just decided to uh, uh, to step up and help out. And what a blessing that was. So just a great encouragement on why we should pray uh, and why we should pray as a body. The other thing was, as I wanted to share with you, is we're getting ready to move out of our building um, that we're in. We're, we're currently in the Market Media building, and our last Sunday is actually this Sunday. We move down the street to the VFW, and uh, our services will be the same time on Sunday at 10 a.m., and on February 6th, we'll start meeting at the VFW. And I hope that you catch the vision of, of what we're wanting to do. The, the VFW has, uh, it actually used to be in the 1903 high school, and it has um, multiple classrooms, and it has this huge fellowship hall. Now, I tell you that it has this huge fellowship hall, and I know we're, we're you know, a smaller church, um, but God does, you know, mighty things through uh, any church. And, and so we're praying that, you know, one day that that fellowship hall would be filled and we would have multiple classrooms for children's ministry. The cool thing is, is our children's ministry is actually going to be able to have space now uh, for the kids, and so we're really excited about that, so... Uh, so keep that in prayer. We, we move on February 6th uh, on Sunday, and then on Wednesday we'll be at the VFW on February 9th uh, for our first Wednesday night, and, and we'll start at 6.30 
p.m. So we're changing the time on Wednesday to 6.30. And that's really just because we have ranchers and farmers and, and people that have to be at work early in the morning. And most of them are up already, you know, at 5 o'clock, 4.30 sometimes, feeding animals already before they go to work. Uh, or before they start doing the things they need to do. So we just wanted to start just a touch earlier. Uh, and so we're going to be doing that. I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited about it. And I hope that you're excited. And if you haven't, if you haven't come and visit us, I, we would uh, just love for you to come visit us. We're just um, a, a casual church. Uh, we, we dress casual. Uh, usually jeans and boots or jeans and tennis shoes. It's okay. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we want you to, uh, to come for the word. We just teach it verse by verse and, and chapter by chapter and just try to keep it simple. So, um, you know, that we can actually live out this faith, uh, that God has called us to do. So I wanted to kind of share, uh, something with you this week. Um, we, we were in the verses in, in Mark chapter eight, uh, this past Sunday, and we were talking about. Uh, the disciples were being told by Jesus along with the crowd um, in verse 34 in, in Mark chapter 8 it says when he had called the people to himself with his disciples also he said uh, to them whoever desires to come after me let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me but uh, follow me for whoever desires to save his life will lose it but whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospel will save it. Now, uh, one of the things that we shared uh, this past Wednesday was in the book of Daniel. And uh, in the book of Daniel, you, you kind of ask your, the question, and I, 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 I can even say I think I remember hearing this verse as, a, uh, you know, not even coming to church, but as before Christ, even knowing this verse, um, that you have to pick up your cross. Or, or, you know, take up his cross and follow him. And I remember that verse, but I, I can always remember, you know, why, why would I want to give up my life for Christ? And, and I couldn't understand that uh, at the time. Uh, and I think that's really what a lot of people struggle with. And, and as I became a believer, one of the things that I realized is that, you know, darkness runs from light. And that's what I was doing. I was actually in my sin, and I did not want to leave that to follow Jesus. And and there were times that it, I had the opportunity. And and the reason why I say that is is because I can remember when my son, my eldest son, came to know faith. He was the first one really in our family, along with my wife. And I, I just didn't want anything to do with it because I knew that you know I was going to have to. It was going to change everything. And, and like, like what I don't understand now, when I look back at it, I go, man, what was I thinking? You know, all the years I wasted because I, I, it reminded me of John chapter three, verse 19. It says, and this is the condemnation that the light has come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because the deeds were evil. My deeds were, were very evil. And, and, you know, John chapter 1, verse 5 says, And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did, did not comprehend it. You know, that's the reality of my life. My life was, was really just, you know, seeking things of evil desire and, and understanding that, um, that I, I, I didn't want to have my life saved. 
sadly, right? I didn't want to have my life saved. I wanted to share with you just, you know, and I won't won't dive into the scriptures too much because it's, it's um, you know, we went over it Sunday, but one of the things that I remember uh, as I was reading this, I was thinking about how people will um, say the, uh, the sinner's prayer and, and will make a decision to, um, to follow Christ, right? Uh, to make a decision to follow Christ, and and um, but there's not a change in their life. And one of the things I used as an example was um, was you know Saul, uh, King Saul, uh, at first was doing the things that that God had had called him to do, and and um, and and yet. You know, he went went on to get jealous and prideful and angry with David in the spirit. He he was disobedient to God. Uh, he didn't do uh, the will of God. He decided to do his own will. He even decided to create a, a monument to himself. Um, and there was really no transformation in Saul's life. And so that's why sometimes what will happen is we'll have somebody who will come up and uh, they may say the sinner's prayer, or you may walk them down Romans roads, and and they choose to to ask Christ into their heart and and follow Him, but they never come back to church, or they never, they just go right back to their old life. They go right back to that sin life, or their, you know, their their uh, sexual morality. Whether they may go right back to their relationship with that girlfriend or that boyfriend, or they may decide to go back to their meth and. And, and Saul was a lot like that. Saul, Saul would, you know, if you would have seen him in church, so to say, because Saul actually prophesied with Samuel. And you go, well, man, he was, he was prophesying with Samuel. You know, he, he should be uh, a godly man, right? Uh, earlier, Saul had tried to kill David, tried to kill David with a spear, and then tried to have David killed in his bed. Um, and then Jonathan and them had to get David out of there so he wouldn't be killed. He goes and he prophesied with Samuel, and then right after he prophesied with Samuel, he goes right back to trying to kill David. But he looked religious, and and that's how a lot of people look. That's why I think a lot of times we'll hear that about the church is you know they were, you know they say one thing and they do something else. Um, we see that happen all the time, and, and, and it kind of hurts my heart when I hear that because it's the reality is, is you have a lot of fans in church and not followers. And what I mean by that is, is Jesus said to come after me and follow me. That means continually come after him and follow him, and that means to daily pick up that cross and deny yourself. And, and you know, that's important for us to remember is like when we deny ourselves, that means... Like Saul was told to do, he wasn't supposed to leave anyone alive. And he had left, left um, one of the kings alive. And then on top of it, he had taken some of the best of the, uh, uh, the, the stuff from the, uh, from the raid that they did. And, and, and he was told not to, to, to have any of it. And he decided that his will was better than god's will and so he didn't deny self he just he just did what he wanted to do 
And so that's what happens with a lot of people is, is they are fans of Christ because they just don't want to, they, they enjoy the, the thought of Jesus's, that he forgives sins, that he loves um, unconditionally, um, you know, that, that you know, there's a, a way to heaven, uh, but at the end of the day, they don't want to be told what they should do or how they should do it. And, and honestly, when we, when we ask uh, Christ into our heart, we're, we're going to follow him and, and we're going to come after him daily. And that means that we deny self. And if God calls us to do something, we do it, you know, because he's our Lord. And, and that's why it says, for whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospel will save it. In Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, it says, I have been crucified with Christ. See, we have to identify ourselves with the crucifixion. Um, it's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. You know, that's a, a crazy thing to think about, but, you know, that's what that's what happens with people is they... And they become lovers of self, and they, they again, they stay in the darkness. They stay in the darkness. One of the things we had talked about this past week in Daniel, um, you know, Daniel was, um, we're, we're in that chapter where, you know, they're, they decide that it's a good thing to take the things that have been set apart by God and to actually... Um, drank out of the the uh, the vessels that were used in the temple that were holy they were set apart and they decided during this party and 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 you have to understand when this party was happening in daniel chapter uh daniel chapter five it, it this party is is happening with over probably over two thousand people and and it's 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 a it's sexual morality it's an orgy basically and, and unfortunately, saying that, it's not just that, but they're worshiping false gods. They're worshiping these idols. Uh, and they decide, hey, we're going to go ahead and just um, drink out of the, the vessels of God that were used at the temple. And, uh, and, and it's not a good, good thing to do, but they do it. Um, and, and so unfortunately, I think what happens with a lot of us is we think there's no consequence to the things that we're doing, uh, that there's no consequence to our sin. But, man, one of the things I always tell you is you're, you're not promised tomorrow. Um, you, need to, you need to deal with your stuff today. Uh, you know, uh, think about it just, just in the, the mindset. I think there's that wonderful uh, story in Luke where, you know, he, he's saving up all this stuff in Luke chapter 12, verses 16 through 20, and it, it kind of deals with um, deals with it in this way. It says in Luke chapter 12, verse 16, it says, And he spoke a parable to them, saying, The ground of a certain man which yielded plentiful. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do since I have no room to store my crops? So he, he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build greater and there I will store up all my crops and my goods, and I will uh, say to my soul, Soul, you have many goods laid up for many years. Take ease, eat, drink, and be merry. Uh, 
But God said to him, Fool, this night your soul will be required of you. Then who, uh, who, uh, then whose will those things be which you have provided? Whose will those be? It's the same thing with this. Is the enemy is right outside the gate. Uh, the Medes and Persian army is right outside the gate. And they thought they could never be touched. And so they just did what they wanted to do within their, their party. And eventually what's going to happen is the uh, King Darius is actually going to divert the Euphrates River. And they're just going to walk right into the, uh, into the city and kill everybody. And the Babylonian Empire will fall. And that's because men love darkness more than they love light. They love their sin, but they don't want to. They don't want to follow God, or they don't want to. And and it's sad because this is the grandson of Nebuchadnezzar, and we we talked about that. Nebuchadnezzar had that beautiful testimony um, that he gave in in Daniel chapter four, and just talked about how. Uh, God's dominion is forever, and uh, and and here we have the daughter and the grandson, uh, and neither one of them got it. Neither one of them uh, understood who God was in that in that way. And and you wonder, did Nebuchadnezzar ever tell him? Uh, because we we are supposed to um, live our faith out within. Uh, within our house, you know, and in our families. And so, and, and none of us are promised tomorrow. That's why it tells us that, that Jesus even reminded us in Noah, uh, because when his second coming, it's going to happen so quickly, people won't know what to do. Uh, you think you have till your deathbed to choose to follow Jesus, right? To take up the cross and follow him. And, and I've heard that said, well, I'll just make, make my confession when I'm on my deathbed. Most people don't die on their bed. It's very rare. It's very rare. Matthew chapter 24, verses 38 and 39, and we'll close it out here. It says, For as in the days before the flood they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered the ark, and did not know until the flood came and took them all away, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. It's going to happen so fast. And, and you will not know. And, the, and again, there'll be people partying and, and they, they won't make the decision to follow. And it's sad because, you know, uh, we are called to, to come and die. You know, that's what Dietrich Bonhoeffer said. He says, when Christ calls a man, he bids him to come and die. Come and die. And, and I think that's where, you know, where we, we struggle uh trying to understand that part of it um and it's sad because it's it it, it causes a lot of people to um to not to not follow they just choose to they don't take it serious really they just are fans of christ they're just casual about their relationship with god and and i i guess the easy way of, of putting it, it it would be like if somebody was on the bench um, let's say we, we were playing the, the, the game for the national championship. Georgia won, so, you know, praise God for that. Um, but we're playing the, the game for the national championship, and, and everybody's dressed and ready to play. But you decide, I'm not going to play. I'm going to stay on the bench. 
but you have your equipment on. You have your shoulder pads. Your, you, I mean, you got your elbow pads. You, you, you got your knee pads. You got everything. Your cleats on. Everything ready to go. But you decide. I'm not gonna. I'm not playing. I'm not playing. I'm just gonna sit back and and watch from the sideline. That's what a fan does. That's what a fan does. And so that's why it's important for us to remember, um, you know, as, as he says that, for whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospel will save it, there's a promise there that you're going to find life. That thing that you're hanging on to, that, that life that's sinful, that's without God, that's in the dark, there is such a beautiful life that God has waiting for you, not just here on earth, but eternally, eternally, you know, and, and I think we miss that at times. I, I mean, for me, I love what Apostle Paul said in Philippians chapter 1, verse 21, for to me to live is Christ and, and to die is game. And Warren Worsby sums it up just beautifully. He says, if we lose ourselves, we lose, if we lose for ourselves, we lose ourselves. But if we lose ourselves for his sake, and the Gospels will find ourselves. When we choose to follow Christ for, for the sake of Jesus Christ and the Gospel, we find life. We find life. And, and that's really what my prayer is for you. I know that you're probably listening to this and going, man, I, I, you know, I'm, you know why, why did you bring up Daniel and them? Because you know, Daniel and them, we're going to find out that the, that you know, as we dive in next week, as we finish chapter five up, uh, when we get into the rest of Daniel, what you find out is that 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 empire falls. the The Babylonian Empire fell that night because they decided to grab those vessels that were that were holy and set apart for God, and drank from them in a vile way. At the same time as they worship their false gods, it, it tells us that in in, uh, in in verse three it says then they brought in Daniel chapter five verse three it says then they brought the gold vessels that had been taken from the temple of the house of God which has been in Jerusalem, and the king, and his lords and his wives and his concubines drank from them. They drank the wine and praised the gods of gold and silver, bronze and iron and wood and stone. So they actually worshipped the false gods as they drunk from those things that were set apart from God, the vessels that were set apart from God. And, and, and then in that same hour, that's when, when God's going to show up. That's when God's going to show up. It's going to be very simply that God is, is not... God, God, God said that the empire would fall. Well, that night the empire is going to fall. That night the empire is going to fall, and and that's hard for a lot of people to understand. Is is this was the Babylonian Empire, and you think, man, that that empire could never fall. It fell. Just like people think America can't fall, it'll fall. If you don't think that people are choosing dark and light. In America right now, you just watch watch what's going on in the world. There's such a um, such really, and I, I'm not trying to, and I, I want to make sure you understand this. I'm not trying to to put down 
are, are seem like I'm for one party or the other party. I'm, I'm, I'm for God, for Jesus Christ. I, I am not for uh, the donkey or the, or the elephant, uh, so to say. Um, but what we see that's happening right now in our Congress, uh, in our Senate, um, and, and even in the administration of our White House, um, we're, we're seeing evil. We're seeing things that are being done that are, are so blatantly wrong. And we know it. We can see it. It, it doesn't require anything special to see it. And, and to think that, you know, at some point that, that darkness can keep running from light, it can't. It can't. Eventually, you know, God's going to shine the light there. And the darkness won't comprehend. And Jesus is going to return. And that's going to be the end of it. Remember, you know, you, the United States is not not involved in the end times. So uh, we need to turn, we, you know, we need to turn uh, to the light ourselves as a nation. So, you know, not trying to beat up any, any one party or anything like that. But we need to turn back as a nation to doing the things that God has called us to do. I pray that you choose to follow Jesus Christ, and, I, and, and what I mean by that is not just follow Him, uh, but, but come after Him daily, follow Him daily, deny yourself and do the things that God is calling you to do, and, and make sure you know that you're not just a fan. Don't be just a fan that's casual about your relationship with Christ. Uh, you know, don't be like Saul, you know, be... Be intentional about your relationship with Jesus Christ. Man, I hope y'all have a wonderful weekend. I hope that I see you this weekend at church. We're going to be in Mark chapter 9 as we dive into the Mount of Transfiguration. Really excited about teaching that. But I hope that we, we, we see you on Sunday. We'll start at 10 a.m. God bless y'all. I hope that y'all have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Remember, y'all can get everything you need at calvarydivine.org. Calvarydivine.org. God bless. Thank you so much for joining the Calvary Chapel Weekly Devotion. I hope that you have a wonderful week. And we pray if you'd like to listen to more of the devotions or uh, any of the sermons, you can do all of that at our website at calvarydivine.org. You can also get in contact with me, uh, submit a prayer request, and uh, find out about other events that are happening in our uh, church and in our area uh, that we're participating in. So calvarydivine.org. God bless.